Okay, good morning everyone. This time for real. Parshas Behaloischa. Baruch Abam to the Kol Agar de Perka. A very special subject today. Um, Want to just uh, make a brief announcement. If uh, we're planning a trip in the beginning of July, July 4th weekend, um, to visit Kivet Sadikim in, um, in Belarus and Hungary and the Ukraine. If anybody would like to join us, you could contact us. Um, it can be a very special itinerary, very unique itinerary. Okay, we begin Parshas Bahaloischa with um, the comments of the Zoyar HaKadosh. We know that every detail of the Torah is laden with uh, great significance. Not only the messages of the Torah, but the wording of the Torah, the psukim of the Torah, the lettering of the Torah, and including the number of various details of the Torah all carry great significance. And the number of letters in the Torah are very important. The Zayar HaKadosh says, and we have a tradition, that there are 600,000 letters in the Torah. In fact, the Zayar HaKadosh says that the word Yisrael stands for Yesh Shishim Rivoy Oseos La Torah. That the Torah has 600,000 letters. Okay. Well, that is certainly important. That's why um, some have a custom to try to get an aliyah at, at uh, regular intervals to be able to see the letters of the Torah, that there's a, a concept that a person, the number of Jews corresponds to the number of letters in the Torah. Every Jew is rooted and sourced in one particular letter in the Torah. And therefore, you want to be able to see the letter that connects to you. It will give you, it will empower you, it will give you a certain energy. And the Pnei Yeshua, as well as many Achroinim, but in a way, most notably, the Pnei Yeshua deals with the following question. Says the Pnei Yeshua in Masech the Kedushin, and there in Masech the Kedushin, it talks about the midway point in words in the Torah, which is Daroish Darash, and the midway point in letters of the Torah, which is the Vav of Gachain. By the way, the Chassam Soifer points out, if you take the first letter of the Torah as a Bez, the last letter of the Torah is a Lamed, the middle letter of the Torah is a Vav Gachain, the Daroish, Darash, the final Shin of Daroish, the first Dalet of Darash, the Ches of Gachain, it spells out Dvash V'chalav. This, this is what it means, the Torah is Dvash V'chalav, Tachas L'shoinech. Well, the Pnei Yeshua asks um, a very important question. He says, liyadi, Since it's come to my attention, the Nikru HaRishayin is there the Gemara says that the early they were called Soifrim counters Shalayu Soifrim Kalaisish in the Torah they would count all the letters of the Torah Ema B'humilsa I'm going to say something about it it says that Yeshua to have a kashali kamashit it bothered me many years Yisha Masonu B'svarim Kanoina Ba'achoinim we find in the works of the early authorities later authorities that the number of letters in the Torah are 60 myriad, 600,000. The mnemonic of the acronym of Israel is there are 600,000 letters in the Torah. Therefore, there is some total of the people. 
Each Jew has their particular mitzvah, and they have a specific connection, one letter. And this says is not just the idea of the Zoyar, the Dover Zek, the Mach, Dover Muskov. This is something which is unanimously maintained the Nisk of the Zoyar, this is mentioned in all the holy books. I stood bewildered. Where does this pasuk come from? And I was, and I was in amazement because if we actually count the number of letters in the Torah, we all know that it comes out to about half of that amount. There are not 600,000 letters in the Torah, but instead there's uh, a little bit, uh, it's about half of that. Rabbi Yaakov Kamnetsky says it's 300,805. So that is not 600,000. 300,805 is not 600,000. And it says, I'll tell you the truth. I didn't sit down and count every letter of the Torah, but I, I uh, took 50 and then I evaluated. And I took 50 average and based on 50 average I got that there are only about 300,000 letters in the Torah. Until I saw on the Sefer Chesel Avram. Now Chesel Avram was the great grandfather of the Chidam. Shehir Gishbazeh. He got and this question is addressed by many, by the Pnei Yoshua, by the Chesali Avram, by Rav Ruben Margolios, by Rav Yaakov Kamenetsky, who writes, the Soif HaMikra, he named this Labtu HaAchroinim, the Cheshvan Shishim, the Yoshua, the Torah, the Achroinim, struggle. In reconciling the number of letters in the Torah, Shemana Hazoyar, that the Zarkandah should come out with many ashes, the Cheshvan Sershmanina, Eno Ela, Shin Alothin, the Tav Tav Hey, look in the Pnei Yeshua, look in Rebbe Margolis, look in other Svarim, and I too, says the Yaakov, I'll give my explanation. Let me share with you what the Pnei Yeshua himself says. The Pnei Yeshua himself gives two answers. One answer Pnei Yeshua says is the Targum are the other missing 300,000 letters. That there are letters of the Chumash and there are letters of the Targum. That's somewhat problematic because in Parshas Vazchanan, the Arizal writes that we know there's 600,000 Jews correspond to 600,000 letters in the Torah. So the Arizal says, and, and let's say someone converts what letters are they attached to? The Arizal says they're attached to the Targum. Well, if they're attached to the Targum, says the Ari, um, we could ask, so how could the Pnei Yeshua say that this, there's 600, Yisrael means 600,000 letters, while there aren't, there are only 300,000, and the other uh, letters that come from the Targum are not for Yisrael proper, they're for, they're for Gerim. Okay, unless the composite of Yisrael refers to uh, native uh, Jews and, and Gerim as well, and the letters of the Torah refer to the letters of the Chumash as well as the letters of the Targum. The Pnei Shug is another answer. 
that there are 600,000 letters because the Torah has two bechinois to it, two, two levels, two uh, dimensions. One is the kri, the, the way it's read, and one is the ksiv, the way it's written. Now, for the vast majority of cases, the kri and the ksiv are the same. But nevertheless, they can be counted twice. They can be counted on two dimensions. Now, there are some words that are read and not written, or written and not read. So, uh, in that sense, the Torah has 600,000 letters. But we're going to offer a new explanation. Where are the 600,000 letters? We're missing about 300,000 letters. The case of the missing 300,000 letters in the Torah. Furthermore, we come to Parshas Bahaloisa. Wow, you come to Parshas Bahaloisa. Now, Parshas Bahaloisa, amazingly, is the 36th Parsha in the Torah. And we know that the original light of creation serviced the world for 36 hours. But that the Bnei Yisrael says why the Halachah is uh, the 36th Parsha, because here it's talking about the Menorah, which brought the Aragonos back to the world. And that's something we discussed in the past. But at, on a simple level, why is the Torah discussing the Menorah in Parshas Baha'u'llah? I thought we're done with the Mishkan. We spoke about the Mishkan in Parshas Truma, Parshas Tetzaveh, Parshas Bayakel, Parshas Pekudeh. Those Parshas told us how to construct the Mishkan. And then we get to Sefer Vayikra, and Sefer Vayikra tells us how to do the actual Avoidah in the Mishkan. And then, uh, we're ready to go. We have the Mishkan. We know how to do that, but we're not ready to travel. All of a sudden, Parshat Ba'aloyzcha, we're back to talking about the Menorah. I mean, did you know that in this Ad Yerecha, Ad Pircha, Mikshahi, that from here we learn some of the designs on the base of the Menorah that were not mentioned even in Parshas Truma. Why is this information given in Parshas Ba'aloyzcha? Why would the Torah leave off some of the details of the construction of the Mishkan for Parshas Ba'aloyzcha, the the, this is not the parsha of the Binyan and the Hakamasa Mishkan. The Binyan and Hakamasa Mishkan, that was already mentioned, that was already taught. Why is this uh, this information mentioned over here and delayed over here? That's what we have. Ma'inyan Shivasaneros Lakan. What are the seven branches of the Menorah doing over here? So let's bring to your attention a Gemara that we've spoken about in the past, and that is the. Uh, Parsha of Ayihi bin Sayah And we know there's this anomaly regarding Ayihi bin Sayah that it's surrounded by upside down nuns. Firstly, what in the world are the upside down nuns doing? Um, do we, nowhere in the Sefer Torah do we have random letters just uh, encircling and bookending passages. What are these letters doing there? Number one, what are the letters doing there? Number two, why are they upside down? Number three, who, who picked a nun? Why a nun? Why not an aleph? Why? So you say, well, the Torah begins with a base. So pick a base. Why not a Zion? What is this special uh, favoritism we're giving, giving to the letter nun? It's like uh, we're paying back Ashrei. Ashrei doesn't have a nun. So here, we'll give you, we'll throw you two nuns in my even Sayah Arang. What's, what's the nun doing over here? So... The uh, Gemara tells us in Mesechta Shabbos, 
Dav Kuftes Vav Amar Beis to Kuftes Zayin Amar Aleph. Tan Rabbanon. Vahi bin Saya Ha'arayin. Vayomer Moshe. Vahi bin Saya Ha'arayin and Moshe said, Parsha Zu Asala HaKadosh Baruch Hu Simniyos Melmala Ulamata. This Parsha, HaKadosh Baruch Hu made symbols before it and after it. Loimar She'in Zemekayma. In other words, in the opinion of the Tanakama, the reason why it's surrounded by the nuns is because to indicate that it does not belong here. Now, where does it belong? It actually belongs in Bamidbar, Parak Beis, that after Yehuda traveled, so we know that Yehuda would travel first, and then Ruvain would travel, then the Mishkan would travel. So actually, in Bamidbar, Parak Beis, it should say, That's where it belongs. It belongs earlier, two parashiyos earlier, before Nasai in Bamidbar Parak Beis. The order of the travel. First you had Yehuda, then you have Reuben, then the Mishkan. And this is not its place. It doesn't belong over here. By the way, Rabbeinu Bechaye writes, you know why the letter Nun was chosen? Because this parsha is 50 parashiyos out of place. It belongs 50 subjects earlier, if you count the Pays and the Samachs, this Parsha actually belongs 50 uh, segments earlier. That's the opinion of the Tanakhama. Rebbe Oimer, Rebbe says, no, Loimen Hashem that, that's not the reason why that uh, they're upside down. Nuns, the reason why they're upside down. Nuns, because it is a separate Sefer unto itself. So, that begs the question, why the upside-down nuns? Bishlama, if it's out of place, so the nuns are indicating it belongs 50 segments earlier. But if it's in the right place, and the nuns are there to indicate it's a parsha, it's a sefer by itself, why the letter nun? But it's a sefer bifnei atzma. Says the Gemara, wow, because we have a pasuk in Mishlei that says, Chatzva amudeha shiva, that God carved out seven pillars for the Torah in accordance with whom does this pasuk go? That God carved out seven pillars. That from this pasuk we learn out there's seven books of the Torah. Who does that go like? It goes like Rabbi. It goes like Rabbi. Because Rabbi holds that this these two psukim are where they belong. The reason why they're upside, upside down nuns is to indicate that it's, it's a safer unto itself. So, very interesting. Because this is not a, a typical thing, a safer by itself. How many letters are in this new safer of the Torah? There are only 85 letters in the parsha of Vahivan Saya. In fact, the Shulchan Aruch Paskins in Simon Shin Lamedal at Sifir Beis that all Torah scrolls you're allowed to save from a fire on Shabbos. And regardless of what they're written with, and then the Shulchan Aruch says, Sefer Torah, that has 85 letters. In other words, let's say you have a really old Sefer Torah. Actually, you know, in uh, our minion, we have a very old Sefer Torah. It's, it was uh, from Dinov. It goes back, you know, like 150 years. And when it was brought over from Europe, it was really in bad shape, and they had to rewrite most of it. Sometimes you have a very old Sefer Torah. What if the whole thing is erased? Could you still save it from a fire? 
So there's a minimum threshold of how many letters have to be extant for you to be able to save it. So Shulchan Aruch says that a Sefer Torah that has 85 letters, so you're allowed to save it from a fire. So says the Mishnah Berurah, where do we get this shear that if it has uh, 85 letters, you could save it from a fire? One second. Do you, oh, I'm going to, let me see what I could do here with the Marmachimus, make it a little bigger. Where do we get this shear of 85 letters? Do you see any Marmachimus right now? Do you, is it bigger? One second. Ah, is it bigger now? Ah, so the Mishaburah says, let me make it even bigger. Mishaburah says, where do we get this share of 85 letters? Shal Yadei Shir through this amount, Yesh Adayin Alek Tzas Kedusha Sefer it still has a little bit of the kedusha of a sefer Torah, mishum shekain nimsa beparshas vahivin saya, because that's what we find in the parsha vahivin saya. In other words, in the parsha of vahivin saya, we find eighty-five letters, and from there we learn out that in order for a sefer Torah to have the chashivus of some semblance of kedusha sefer Torah, it has to have a minimum of. 85 letters. The bottom line is that the fact that Vahibin Sayra is a Sefer by itself has halachic significance in that we learn out from there that any Sefer Torah that has 85 letters, we would still save it from a fire. There's another halachic nafkamina of Vahibin Sayra. And that is, Chazal made a gzera that anybody who touches Kisve HaKodesh, it's Metame Sayadayim. It renders the hands impure. The reason they did that is they didn't want people storing their Kisve HaKodesh with uh, Truma. So, because what would happen with the mice, now in Australia, there's uh, every five to ten years, there's a, um, a plague of mice where they have millions and millions of mice, you know, just running through everything. I mean, they're literally, they, they live in your cabinets, they, they run in your beds, that's what's going on over there. So, mice are a very dangerous threat. And they love truma. And people used to keep their Kisei HaKodesh in their bags of truma. The problem was when the mice would eat the truma, they would then go and eat the Kisei HaKodesh. So they made a gzera that all Kisei HaKodesh is metame sayodayim. Well, what if you have a scroll that was rubbed out? Is that also metame sayodayim? So the Mishnah says in Yodayim, the Mishnah says, Sefer Shenimchak, a Sefer that's erased, Vinishtayar by Shmoyne Machamesh, yes, and you're left with 85 letters. The Parsha, Keparshas Vahibin Sayah, alright? Metame Seyadayim. It renders the hands impure. So a Sefer that has uh, 85 letters um, extant is still Metame Seyadayim. A Megillah that has 85 letters, like, where do we get 85 letters? Keparshas Vahibin Sayah, Metame Seyadayim. So this idea that Vahim and Sayyar is a Sefer of Bifnei Atzmai has halachic ramifications, namely if a Sefer Torah still has 85 letters, you save from a fire, or if a Sefer still has 85 letters, it's Metame Es Hayadayim.
Now, this is all a ramification and reflection of the fact that Vayihibim Soya HaOroin is a book unto itself. In fact, the Balaturim points out that in the Pasuk Vayihibim Soya HaOroin, there are 12 words. Vayihibim Soya HaOroin, Vayen Ramayshat, Guma Hashem, and then in the, fi- the, the next possible, there's seven words. The seven words of Venuchai correspond to the seven words of Horatius, which is the beginning of the Torah. This indicates that this is the same with Neyatsmai, and the twelve words of Ahim and Saya correspond to the twelve words of the last Pasuk in the Torah. Then, Says about the term, it has 85 letters to teach that a safer Torah that has 85 letters, you save it from a fire. Oh, that's why juxtaposed to Vayibn Saya Aroin is the Parsha Vativar Bum Eish Hashem, that the fire of God <coughs> burnt against them to teach that you save um, any scroll that has 85 letters, you save it from a fire. By the way, this is a remiss to the idea. We know that someone who has a bris mila is saved from Gehenna. Uh, why? Because mila is gematria 85. Isn't that interesting? Mila is gematria 85. So someone who has a mila is saved from the Gehenna. By the way, the Mayamas brings that in Vayikra Perak Yud, there's a Pasuk, Perak Yud, Pasuk Aleph. Here, let's take a look. Do you have a Chumash? They have those by you? That Pasuk has 85 letters. The Pasuk before, the Pasuk after, to teach that if you have 85 letters, you're saved from a fire. The the Zchus of Mila protects you from a fire, and a Sefer Torah that has 85 letters is protected by a fire. By the way, there's another halachic ramification, by the way, that Vayibim Sar is a parsha by itself. There are certain mistakes, Rabbi Isai, that if you find them in a Sefer Torah, you can't lean in that book, but you can lean in another book. There are certain kinds of mistakes. If you find it in Bamidbar, you can't read from Sefer Bamidbar, but you can read from Devarim, or you can read from Vayikra, so what is the the uh, Rav Meir Arik in the Hagois Tal Torah? He wants to mechadesh a great chiddush that if you find a mistake in Bamidbar in the Sefer Torah, however, let's say you find it at the end of Bamidbar or in the beginning of Bamidbar or Vayivin Saya, the same way if you find in Bereishis you can read Shemois. If you, if you find the mistake at the end of Bamidbar, you can read the beginning of Bamidbar. If you find the mistake of Ahib and Saya, you can read the beginning of Bamidbar and the end of Bamidbar. These are three separate svarim. Each one is considered a chumash by itself. By the way, the Imrayamis in his Likutam, the Sukkah, says that we know God gave us the Yitzhahara, and God gave the antidote to the Yitzhahara is the Torah. Now, how many names does the Yitzhahara have? Ra, he's called evil. Arel, he's called uncircumcised. Tame, contaminated. Soine, hater. Michshal, stumbling block. Oyev, mortal enemy. Tsefoini. Ah, so the seven books of the Chumash are like the seven antidotes to the seven forces of the Yitzhahara. 
So you'll ask, seven books of the Chumash? How could there be seven books in the Chumash? Then it would come out. We all, we all know that there are 24 books in Tanakh. That Vayhi B'yom Kalois Moshe L'Hokim Es HaMishkan or Vayhi B'yom Kalois Moshe Ma Kala Mekushetes B'chav Dalet Kishutin Just like a Kala has 24 ornaments Av Tamachacham Sach Liyos Mekushat B'chav Dalet Svarim A Tamachacham needs to be well versed in the 24 books of Tanakh So you'll ask, according to this, it comes out there are 26 books in Tanakh Because you have 11 Nevi'im You have 8 Ksuvim that's 19. And you have seven books of the Chumash. That's the Rashash's question. The Rashash asks, he says, V'chein perish HaRambam, the Rambam paskins, we paskin like Rebbe. There's seven books of the Chumash. V'tmihani, I wonder, says the Rashash, then there are 26 books. And in many places we say there are 24 books. And we say there are Chamishei Torah. There should be Shiva Shavuei Torah. Okay. The Ramah, aside from writing his uh, magnum opus on the Hagois, on the Shulchan Aruch, he wrote many some. He wrote a parish on the Zayar. And he also wrote a, a book on philosophy about the Avoid and the Beis HaMikdash called Torah Sa'ilah. And the Rama also brings this idea that there's seven books of the Chumash. Says the Rama, the seven books of the Chumash correspond to the seven branches of the Menorah. Now that's very interesting because we know that the Menorah is compared to the Torah. The, the, the Menorah represents the Torah. And the Torah has two directions. You have Oirach Yomim Bimino and Usmoila Oisher You have those who learn Torah l'shma, l'may minamba. They learn Torah for its own sake, and it gives them arichas yomim ba'il mazav ha'umaba. And you have usamoyu la'ayishar v'chavah, the masmi'ilamba, those who learn for material benefit. Shaloy l'shma. Well, says the Ramah, if the Torah is like a menorah, then the first three books will be for the ma'minimba, those who who learn Torah Lashma, and the last three books will be for the Masmi Ilamba, for those who are not on the best path. So the first three books, Bereshah, Shemais, and Vayikra, for the Avos HaKdoshim, Avram, Yitzhak, and Yaakov, they learn Torah Lashma, they serve God wholeheartedly, so the true Tzadikim are mentioned in the first three books of the Chumash. On the other hand, those who are not in such a good path, Sefer Devarim is all Musr, for the Yidin who had veered off the path of the Avais. Sefer Bamidbar, after Vayibin Saya, you have the Meraglim, you have Kairach. By the way, the Malbim says Kairach was the first Reformed Jew. I just saw yesterday my grandfather's notes on the Malbim. The Malbim writes that Kairach was the uh, predecessor of Reform. That's why Kairach didn't want to go into the land of Israel, like the Reform who took out Vesachazen Ainenu from the, uh, the Siddur. Okay. So you have Kairach, you have the Meraglim, you have all you have the complainers. So they're in the last three books, the Masmi'ilim. Even by Yehibin Soya, Yehibin Soya talks about the three different uh, Peronios that Kaiso ran away from Harsinai and the Asafsof, Savutava. 
And then it comes out, I realize that the middle branch of the Torah is from Bamidbar until Vahibin Saya. Perhaps that's the reason why um, this would answer the question we began with. Why is the Menorah spoke about in this week's parsha? In Mitten Drin, in the middle of nowhere, all of a sudden we talk about the Menorah. You know why? Because this week's parsha, the beginning of Bahaloischa, is the middle branch of the Menorah, is the central branch of the Torah. In that case, where do you think the Torah gives the information of the decorations of the middle branch of the Menorah? In this week's parsha, in the beginning, which represents and is a reference to the middle branch of the Torah. Says Ramah Krakosavti, I already wrote, Shivak Hakonim, the seven branches of the Menorah, Him Shiva Svarim, are the seven books of Chumash, Atorim Mishalek Eslahim, that the Torah is subdivided. Venira Wotzim Sha'akonahu and Sayi, that the middle branch of the Torah and the Menorah is Bamidbar until Vahib and Saya. That is the middle branch of the Torah. The three Chumashim, which are Bereshit Shemais Vayikra, are on the right side. Vahib and Saya, the end of Bamidbar and Mishnah Torah is on the left side. The right side and the left side refer to Arach Yamim Bimino Smaila Oshabakavoid, Arach Yamim Lamaminimba. And the Masmi Ilamba are on the left side. So the first three books talk about those who are on the right side, the Avais and their children, who inherited Oilam Azen, Oilam Haba. Therefore, you have the three Kanim opposite them. Now you'll say, what do you mean? In Shemois you have the Maisa Egel. Ah, the Egel is nothing. They got for, they were forgiven for the Egel. Moshe Rabbeinu heard Salafti Kibarecha. The Kuzari writes the Egel wasn't really an Avera. It was only 3,000 Jews. It was 0.05% of the Jewish people, and they were the Erev Rav. But the last three books there talk about the Masmeilim. Talks about the Maraglim, Koirach, or the Dar Hamidbar. Even Mishnah Torah's Kulai, Toichacha, even by even Soya refers to the Einshim and the three tragedies. So therefore, the middle branch, Rabbi Sav, is Bamidbar until Vahibin Saya. Hence the discussion of the Menorah in this week's Parsha, because this week's Parsha in the beginning is a reference to the middle branch of the Torah, the middle branch of the Menorah. Now let us come to the missing letters of the Torah. Because I'll ask you a question that's really troubling me. Are you kidding me? Vahibin Saya is a parsha by itself. Could someone tell me why, let's say, Bereshus is something like, I don't know, uh, how many letters? If the whole Torah is 300,000 letters, then uh, Bereshus would be one-fifth of that. Bereshus would be 75,000 letters or so. So Bereshit is 75,000 letters. Shemois is 75,000 letters. Vayikra is 60,000 letters. Devarim is 60,000. And Vayibin Saya, oh, it's a Sefer Bifnei It's 85 letters. Wow. I mean, Shema Yisrael Hashem Elokim Hashem Achad, which is not a Sefer Bifnei it's just a small little part, is bigger than Vayibin Saya. Why would Vayibin Saya be a Sefer Bifnei Or what is it about it? That it's the Sefer B'fneyatsi, it only has 85 letters. I mean, no other, all the other Svarim have tens of thousands of letters. So the Chidah teaches us something amazing. That the Gemara says in Rosh Hashanah, 
Nun Shari Bino God created fifty gateways of wisdom. They were all given to Moshe except for one. Shenemar He was just a little bit missing from what God had. However, the opinion of the Ari is that Moshe Rabbeinu did have access to the Sharnun at some point. When God gave us the Torah, so Vaidabar Hashem Moshe is Kol Hadvarim Kol is 50. He got all 50. But by the Chedo Egel, Hashem tells Moshe, Leich Raid. Go down from Leich, go down from 50. Now you're only 49. Ultimately, on his last day, Moshe Rabbeinu, Vayal Moshe Me'arvois Moyov. He went up from Moyov, which is 49, El Har. Nevoi, nun boy, Moshe got the 50th. So Moshe had some access to the Sharnun. Now, that means Moshe had access to the Sharnun, but it was taken away. Where did it go? Where is the Sharnun? Oh, says the Chida. The Parsha of Ahidin Saya was a Sefer B'Fnei It had 300,000 letters in it. And that's the Sharnun. The Sharnun is the equivalent of all the other books of the Torah. Says the Chida in the Nachal Kidumim in this week's parsha. Shar Hanun Nelami Moshe. Ulakachi. That's why they're Nunim in Vahibin Saya. To be Meramez. To the Nun Shari Bina. The 50, the Nun Shari Bina is the 50th gate of wisdom. And the Sefer Vahibin Saya was as big as the whole Torah. But we only got a little flavor. We only got a little bit. We only got 85 letters. Originally, there were 300,000 letters in Vahid and Saya. It was the equivalent of the rest of the Torah. We were only Zoycha to get 85 letters from the Sharnun. So it just dawns on me, maybe when we take out a Sefer Torah, why do we say the Pesukim of Vahid and Saya? Maybe it's a Tefillah. We're saying, Rebani Shalaylam. Okay, we're about to take out the Torah. The Torah has 300,000 letters. But we hope that we don't just, we're not going to be satisfied with these 300,000 letters. We want access to the entirety of the Sharnon. We want you to be mashlim what we lost access to. There are another 300,000 letters. Now what that means exactly, maybe we'll try to explain. There are another 300,000 letters that we would have had had it not been taken away due to our chatoim. And Vayibin Saya, therefore, by the way, this fits in very nicely with the Ramah, that this is on the left-hand side of the Torah. Because look what our chatoim caused us. It caused us that out of 300,000 letters of the Sharnun, we were only Zaycha to 85. 85 letters. Now, let's stop for a moment. That means, it almost seems like, of all the letters in the Torah, which letters sort of have the greatest Kedusha being from the highest element of Chachma? One would think that the letters of the Vayib and Saya have a certain great status more than any other part of the Torah because it is a remnant of what is called the Sharnan. That's Vayibin Saya Arayim. It is a remnant of the Sharnon. 85 letters from the Sharnon. Okay? Which means that at this juncture in history, it sounds like, God was going to, uh, to reveal 
an elevated part of the Torah, the Sharnun, but we were only Zoycha to 85 letters. How do we understand this? Why Davka at this juncture were we close to getting the Sharnun and we only were Zoycha to 85 letters of it? So I want to present an a, a original a, approach. This week's Parsha is an amazing Parsha. Parsha's Bahaloischa, Moshe Rabbeinu sends word to Yisroi. Yisroi, get over here. We're traveling to the place. Says Rashi, Miyad, immediately. What do you mean immediately? They weren't supposed to be in the Midbar for 40 years. They were going to immediately go to um, Eretz Yisrael. They were immediately going to go to Eretz Yisrael. And how immediately? In three days. So instead of being far uh, darfin there in the midbar for 40 years, they were going to be there for three days. This encampment, they traveled. They sinned with complaining, and therefore they got... Uh, they had a dray around for 40 years, but the plan was three days to Jerusalem. Now, not only were they three days to Jerusalem, those three days, they had kvitzas haderach. Derach shloishasyamim. Says Rashi, they were on a road of three days, but they covered the territory in less than three days. Mahalach shloishasyam They traveled three days in one day. God wanted to bring them in immediately. So think about it. They were three days from Israel, but that three-day distance they were covering in one day. And even that one day, they were in the back, but the Aroin was in the front. Zeha Aroin. Even that one day distance, the the Aroin was all the way in the lead. Meaning, they were three days from Israel. They were going to cover that ground in one day. And that one day, the Aroin was already there. Basically, the Aroin was at the precipice of the Yardin. And what was in the Aroin? Shivrei Luchais. And the Aroin went ahead of them to be Masake in the road. And that's why they said, "Uvenucha yoimar, kuma Hashem viafutsu evecha, vianusim isanam mipanecha, kuma Hashem." They said, "Stand up," because the the Aroin was well ahead of them, three days. So Moshe would say, "Stand, wait." Wait, Aroin, don't go any further. We can't catch up with you. Look in Baha'u'llah, Perak Yud, Pasuk, Lamedhe. Vahivin Sayha Aroin, the Aroin would travel. The Aroin was three days ahead. Vahivin Rosh, Kuma Hashem, stop, stop, you're, you're, you're getting too ahead of us. Now, the Jews would have entered Eretz Yisrael. The Jews would have entered Eretz Yisrael. This would have been the Tikkun HaAchroin. This would have been the final rectification. This would have been the ultimate geula. This would have been the... Well, we would have called it a day. That would have been Mashiach. Basically, in other words, how close were the Jewish people to the Akhra Sayyamim? 
they were three days away, but they were going to cover it in one day. The Arayin was basically there. In other words, in our history, what was the closest moment we ever came to the Yemais HaMashiach? This week's Parsha. This week's Parsha was the closest we ever came to the Achros Hayom, to the Tikkun Achron. Now, now we understand Rabbi Isai. We were about to get the 300,000 letters because when Mashiach comes in the Achros Hayom and we're getting back those letters. But we were so, so close so we got 85. That was like a semblance, that was like a taste of the future Sharnun. And we blew it, we complained, and we couldn't get the vast majority of the Sharnun. But the reason why it is Dafka at this juncture, we were Zoycha to a little taste and a little flavor from the Sharnun, is because this was the closest we ever came in our history to getting to Eretz Yisrael, being led by Moshe Rabbeinu, and being prepared for the Tikkun Ha'achrayim. Now, how much did we get? We got 85. There's a very difficult pasuk in Yeshaya. In Yeshaya it says, Ki, because a Torah from me, what does Tetzay mean? Tetzay means it will emanate. It doesn't mean it did emanate, it means it will emanate. The Medrash even says on these words, not only will a Torah emanate, but Amar Rav Avin Bar Kahana, Amar HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Torah Chadosha Me'iti Seitzei. A new Torah will emanate from me. Chidush Torah Me'iti Seitzei. An innovative Torah will, will emanate from me. And the Mepharshim asks, the Chassam Soifer asks, this sounds like heresy. Because we have a principle, Torah Zu Loitei Mochlefes. V'loitiya Torah Acheres Me'is Habar Yisbarach. This Torah will never be exchanged, and never will there be another Torah from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So if there will never be another Torah, what does the Medrash mean? There will be a new Torah from Hashem. What is this new Torah? says Rabbi Yonason Ibeshitz that, that by um, the Gemara says that this Parsha of Ayyub Saya was interrupted, interposed, to separate between three Puranasim, three bad events. One of them is we ran away from Harsinai because we didn't want Hashem to add on to the Torah. Now what, what does that mean we didn't want Hashem to add on to the Torah? You can't add on to the Torah. Nothing can be added to the Torah. The answer is, says Rabbi Yenison Ibishitz, that Klai Yisrael and Moshe Rabbeinu were given 49 Shari Bina. And Moshe had a sort of a semblance of the 50th, but ultimately it was taken away. The new Torah of the future, the new Torah that God is promising to offer to us in the Achras Hayamim, says Rabbi Yenison Ibishitz, is the Shar Chamishim, is the Shar Nun. And this is what Kaiso didn't want. And they ran away from it. That's why you have the upside down nuns. Because says of Yonison, the Shar Nun that Klai Yisrael were supposed to get was flipped over, Lituga. In other words, it was taken away. They didn't have access to it. They didn't want it. They ran away from it. And of the entire Shar Nun, which would have been 300,000 letters, we were only Zoycha to 85 letters, but the rest of it was turned on its head. That's the upside down Nun indicating that we lost the Shar Nun. But Lavai, 
we are going to get back an entire body of Torah. But the Parsha by Heaven Saya is a safer Bifnei You'll say, but it's only 85 letters. But it's not what it is. It's what it could have been. This juncture in Jewish history, we basically had one foot in the Yardin, ready to come into the Holy Land, and we complained about the food. It's always about the food. Whether it's in Gan Eden, and we had a... We had to make Adam Arishan would have waited Archaim Akadosh and he would have made Kiddush Friday night. That's why the root of all evil is the Kiddush Club. Adam Arishan had premature Kiddush Friday. Klal Yisrael in the Midbar, they were they didn't like the food. And even today, one of some of the biggest desecration of Hashem's name is if you have the opportunity to hear the Torah of Akadosh Baruch Hu, and you go out. For some yayin and some dogim. It's what is it? It's the chayr of Eitz Hadas. It's deja vu all over again. So here it is. This week's parasha. We were one foot into Eretz Yisrael. We were almost there. We were almost zoicha to the Sharnun. We got even a little bit. You know how much we were zoicha to the Sharnun? We have a few smatterings of letters. We have holy letters from the Sharnun. And that's why Hebin Sayah, all right, and it has halachic nafkaminos. I want to say that's why Megillas Rus has how many psukim? Megillas Rus, which is the building block and the stage setting for the ultimate Tikkun Achron of the Lady of David, 85 psukim in Megillas Rus, because that's as close to the Sharnun as we could get in this world. Let's end off with um, the comments of Rashi and Shirashiram. We say in Shir Hashirim, we say, Rebbein Shalom Yishakeni Menashikos Piyu. Kiss us from the kisses of your mouth. The Ibal Nesivus HaMishvot explains that this is the Bakosh of Knesset Yisrael. Hasten the Geula. The Geula, right now, God, we are your Arusa. The Geula, we will be your Nesua. And then when we will be your Nesua, you will speak to us because when you took us out of Mitzrayim, we couldn't tolerate you speaking to us. It would, it would be too intense. You can only speak to Moshe Rabbeinu. But we will reach the Madrega that you, Rebansham, will speak to all of Klal Yisrael. 85 to 85. By the way, Rashi says in Shir Hashirim on the words, Yishakini Minashikos Piyu. That Hashem has vouchsafed that the same way He revealed Himself to Klal Yisrael on Har Sinai, He will yet again reveal Himself to the Jewish people. To do what? The first time He taught us Taira Mitzvahs. But He didn't teach us the soydos and the secrets and the depth and the mysticism of it. And that's, will, that's what will occur Ba'achos Hayomim. Say, where, what part of Torah is that? That part, that's the Sharnun. Those are the missing oisiyos of the Torah. It was given, but it was, so to speak, stowed away. Yes, there will never be another Torah. Nothing will be added to the Torah. This Torah was given on Harsinai, but it was, so to speak, stashed away. We could not access it. We couldn't tolerate it. Like the Nesiva Samishbot says, our souls could not be soivalet. We rejected it, like Rabbi Yonis and Abishad says. The Nun, the Sharnun, was turned on its head upside down. 
we can only assimilate 85 letters. But we will get back another, so to speak, 300,000 letters that will be mashlim. The Yeshishim Ribay Oisya This is how the Chida would answer the question of the Pnei Yeshua. And we should be Zoycha this week when we read Parshas Behaloischa, which is basically as close as we ever got. It should bring us, we should be able to cross the finish line and reach that momentous occasion where the Torah Me'iti Teitse, Torah Chadasha Me'iti Teitse. We thank you everyone for listening. If anybody wants to join us tonight at 5 p.m. for the Igeres Hagra, for Igeres Hamusar, um, welcome to join us. Wish everybody a wonderful day. Chotov.